Stacy Etcheber, Charleston Hartfield, Sandra Casey, Christopher Roybel, Jordan McElDoon, Carrie Barnett, Rachel Parker, Jenny Parks, Lisa Romero Muniz, Susan Smith, Dana Gardner, Jennifer Parks, Jessica Klimchuk, Rhonda LaRock, Denise Salmon Berditis, Angela Gomez, Thomas Day Jr., Nasa Tonks, Sonny Melton, Hannah Allers, Jennifer T. Irvine. That is 21 of the 59 murdered in Las Vegas. And they are us. They are men and women, black, white, and Hispanic. They are millennials and Gen Xers and baby boomers. They are working class and they are affluent. They are single and they are married. They are moms and dads and sons and daughters. They are us. And the more that hurts right now, the better I'm convinced that is. In fact, I shared those 21 names, at least in part because their pictures are readily available online. And the more personally each of us takes this loss, the better. I hope, in fact, that you will commit at least one of their names to memory and go online and find their picture and learn their face. And if you are unnerved by that, great. If you are in pain, great. Not that I want anyone to be in pain. The more we feel heartbroken at this moment, the better I think it is. Because better is not debating policy while the dead are still buried, are not yet buried. And that's all that's going on. I don't care which station, right-oriented, left-oriented, radio, television, in the press, everyone's got an analysis. What analysis is there? What analysis is there other than some attempt to either feel righteous indignation or a false sense of safety or that this is the price of freedom as some lunatic tweeted? There is no analysis. Not yet. Let it hurt. And I say that as someone who has very strong feelings about policy around the issue of guns. I'm appalled that it's even possible to have debates as Congress was preparing to do about whether silencers should be allowed. I think it's crazy that we should have to choose or that anyone tells us we choose between loving the Second Amendment and thinking that putting weapons into people's hands, weapons who were only created for mass murder, 
and that one has to choose between those two options. I think it's insane that there are more guns than people in the United States of America. But so what? All this being right hasn't helped anything. And to be clear, I even appreciate that all the gun laws that I support might not help either because Chicago has some of the best gun laws in the country. And it's a virtual bloodbath there. Maybe if we start to feel the pain and let our hearts not just break, but break open, we could begin to appreciate that with the best of intentions, our heads, mine too, are so damn stubborn. And from a practical standpoint, it's not like it's making anything better. We pass one law and then find a way around it. We tell people you can't pass that law because it doesn't respect the Constitution and more people die and they still say that's okay. But maybe, maybe, if we begin to take a step back and lead with our hearts for a change, not with our heads, lead with our very broken hearts, we could begin to break open some new insights. And it's not going to happen fast. It took years or even generations to get into this mess. So it's probably going to take at least a few years to get out of it. And that's not an excuse for inaction. It's just a plea that if the pain of this moment would be with us a little longer and the run to analysis and explanation would be a little slower if we would lead with our broken hearts instead of our ever-so-smart minds? Maybe, just maybe, Las Vegas really would have been the last time.